Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What is up, everybody? Welcome in to the podcast. The podcast. Let's go, baby. It's a Tuesday. baby. Man, we're presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And we're right here in the studio, man. We had to come in. I missed this place. In the stew. No doubt. want to remind everybody, of course, that this Saturday, game one of the playoffs, it's in Chase Center. But Chase Center would be the second best place to watch this. The number one best place to watch it. Right here in the DNVR bar. This place has been popping lately. Popping. It's really been popping. Like, honestly, oh. every weekend game and even some of the ones, like I think Philly game was on a Tuesday or whatever, full. And that was before playoffs. Now it's going to be unbelievable. You're going to want to get here early. You're probably going to want to get here early enough to eat dinner, mm-hmm. uh, hang out, maybe play some cornhole or something. It's going to be popping. So get here for Saturday. Uh, I got Brennan vote with me. You were thinking about an outfit quit, but you didn't let it rip. I could tell. You up and down <laughs> me, and then you just said my name. I was. I was going to yeah. give something. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the disappointment on Adam's face. Wow. Uh, over here, I got D-Line. See, I saw you looking me up and down earlier, but I knew you weren't checking out my clothes. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, can I? Can, hey. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, I got a different camera. Uh, and then over here, hiding once again behind a hat for, for no reason at all. Dude. For no reason. It's like, is this... Mere humans don't deserve to witness his. Dude, gold, it's like it's like having locks. a Lamborghini you keep under a cover. It's so true. And you drive around it and it has a cover on it. I feel like if you have time. a Lamborghini, you probably put a cover on it often, though. You know, I had to rep the NL West leading oh, the Colorado Rockies today. You did. Oh, I see the hat. The hat I'm wearing. It's a Rockies hat. <laughs> Yo, for real though, like I'm, I've caught Rocky's fever. Come on, dude. Every year around this time, I catch it. it, it, it I feel Penicillin, bad for you, man. Two to Penicillin. three weeks, it goes away. Yeah, very short lived. Big but right rocks now, energy. Um, Connor Joe, I think they should start calling him Conair Joe. Nice. Uh, I'll get started on the shirt. Yeah, Conair Joe. <laughs> you think? I'm done with it. It, it didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> Conair, by the way, one of those movies, like. It's it's the best of the bad movies. We might have talked about this before, but it's the this best. This is like bad Bill movie. Simmons' rant, right? This, here. But this is this is Jerry, like Jerry Bruckheimer peaked and bottomed out at the exact same time. <laughs> it was that movie. Have you ever heard the theory that Conair is racist? I've the, the uh, movie that it, uh, it's like uh, it, it's very racially motivated. You know what? Uh, this is one of these things when you wa- look back and you're like. Oh man, I thought I was watching Teen Wolf, but this is racist. Well, that one, like, there's no question. I'm saying, like, the, the Con Air one, like, you, you watch we it. We just didn't like, know. We just didn't know. It probably is. I don't know. Okay. Google it. You'll okay, find I'll out. Google it. Um, on today's show, we're going to fill out our awards ballots. Jokic. You, you have him? Rookie of the year? He's on the ballot. He's, he's on, on the, the ballot. He's in the conversation. In uh, the conversation to be on the ballot. <laughs> and a little bit later in the show, we're going to do some over unders. Now, here's the thing, and tell me if you guys find this weird. Our yes. plan today was to break down practice for the Denver Nuggets. Like what was said, you know, get the texture of where, you know, coach usually frames the conversation. Here's the things we're focused on. No practice today. No practice. No practice. I was actually blown away by this. Two days off, no practice with the playoff game in four days. Now, Michael Malone knows his team. More you than know, us. More than uh, us. Like, likely. I Please. Also, very possible they just practiced and told everybody they weren't practicing. So it's on no the table. Available. It's on the table. <laughs> uh, the conversation. But, Wind, are you surprised at all that they didn't practice today? Warriors yeah. practiced. Yeah, Warriors practiced. Most teams practiced today. I heard the Bulls, uh, Billy Donovan said he ran like a training camp-esque practice. He had, <laughs> he had his guys lined up on the baseline, and they were doing suicides. He, Billy, Billy Donovan, very worried about this playoffs. Yeah. It's going to get ugly for, for the poor yeah. Bulls. He no, I would Boylan think, in. yeah, today would be <laughs> a formal practice. You know, you set the stage for the week. 
two practices and then, you know, you fly to Golden State and, and get set up there. I, I was surprised as well. Yeah. Are you surprised that they didn't practice? I was until you you just said it when you said it in the Slack. They probably did practice. <laughs> they probably did. But if they didn't, they should have. I Honestly, I know it's a thing no one does anymore, and I was still surprised by how few practices were held this year, especially yeah, considering how the Nuggets look at the end of games when teams sell out to deny Jokic. Right. You'd think there's some stuff they could run through maybe, but I don't know. I don't know the schedule. They're pretty, they've been shorthanded for so much of the year that That's I think point. that probably plays into it. Like, you run a practice and you only have nine healthy guys. You can't even do five-on-five five stuff. Like, True. you have to bring in Ryan mm-hmm. Bowen to run with the guys just to, right. to get a tr- practice in, yeah. um, which went disastrous. Remember in the bubble? Didn't didn't Ryan yeah. Bowen hurt himself because he, like, he had to play? tore up his knee. <laughs> yeah, like tore a tendon or something. Um, well, the other thing is if, if you're looking for some hope, if you're keeping hope alive about a Jamal Murray return. I am. I know you guys laugh at it. I know right, you keep rightfully so. Yeah, um, <laughs> but you would want to maybe run some five on five yeah. in practice. Yeah. yeah, you're not letting up hope is actually psychologically damaging for all of us. <laughs> I would be appreciated if you would just give up hope and then regain it later if need be. Don't. I'm not giving up hope. Oh I'm God. not giving up hope. <laughs> uh, it might appear a little bit later in our over unders for it. So, oh my God. Um, you know, I, I do. Uh, I've been doing some like deep dives on Jokic because I'm trying to drop a list for you, you know, just on Jokic. I didn't want to do the like everybody did the like pre MVP. Everybody's mind. This is my belief. Everybody's line, mind on MVP was made up a week ago. Like, I don't think there was any, uh, you know, all these people have like made late pushes for this or that. Like, I think all the voters turned their ballots in. Mm-hmm. The funniest one was Kevin O'Connor, who I saw, who, by the way, voted for Jokic. And I heard him on one of the pods and he was like. I haven't turned in my ballot. It's due in 12 hours. I but, know. Uh, like, what like, are you waiting for, dude? It's like, is it really going to change in the next 12 hours? Like, you're going to go over it? He's <laughs> like, I need to check out some of the marketing material. So <laughs> I need true. to just go check that VORP leaderboard <laughs> one more time. <laughs> yeah, see if anything's true. changed on there. <laughs> I want to see if there's any dope memes that maybe catch my eye. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think they're all in. But anyway, I wanted to do one just to kind of, because Yoke this year was really interesting. Uh, and just the different things that he did. I mean, he really did add to his game, so I'm excited to, for that to drop. It'll probably drop either late tonight or tomorrow. You guys will be able to read it tomorrow. So uh, kind of excited for that. But let's get into our ballots here. I've been listening to a lot of shows lately. There's, It's so funny how you start a season with everybody on these different sides. You go through the whole season, everybody on these different sides. And then when voting comes, everybody's together. Haven't you guys gone through and like looked at this and noticed that like a lot of the MVP is just come out in the wash all the same in fact kale you can pull it up i think we have the um there's a, st- a tracker of mvp votes uh that is online oh, this, this is, is my new home page i actually. was gonna say this is like zoom in so i can see how many does yoke have now what is he, he had 23 he last time i checked 30, 23 first place. i get an alert on my phone every time he gets a new vote so this is people <laughs> that make their votes public and then there's people that are just sort of like counting and, and keep taking track of that now here's one thing i will say i'm not gonna say who but I talked to somebody in media who is not a fan of the NBA straw poll that Tim Bontemps does because it's like giving free content to ESPN. Like, why would I do that? You know, why would I give them this really cool thing? Now, I don't necessarily like, I enjoy I participate in the straw poll. I think it's fun. But that's a perspective. And I wonder if there are people out there that are like lying about their ballots just because they know this tracker's going on. I never would have guessed it, except for I also never would have guessed people don't like the straw poll. Well, your ballot's going to come out eventually, though. So will it? Yeah, yeah. They may, it's they public, public eventually. Oh, really? So it's like, what's the point in lying right now? Um, um, does it say who voted Jokic third on that? Yeah, go through. It was can Chris Broussard. It was Chris Broussard. Okay. It was Chris Broussard. All right, banned from in the fact, podcast. In fact, you can go through all of them, Kale. Call them out. Who is it that did Dude, not? Chris Broussard hangs out with Nick Wright daily. <laughs> yeah, they just like chop it up for hours this upon hours like, about. Yeah, you like, yeah, you hang, you hang out with somebody with bad habits. Suddenly yeah. you're a smoker. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Broussard just did not watch the Denver Nuggets this year. Like wherever I could uh, place I, I, that. Why? Well, well, I've you, got you, it. Kel. He lives in the Denver area. No, I'm just he did. Oh, because <laughs> uh, of man, I'm seeing you guys. Oh, he lives right, in. Uh, you are sharp. I'm not. Get him in New Mexico. Slow. His level is always up here. Um, yeah. So here's the shot. I'll tell you the guys who did not vote for Jokic first because Jokic obviously did. Yeah, <laughs> Dan Devine. I'm shocked. A homie. I'm shocked. Dan. Did he go Giannis? He went Giannis, which is yeah. Like that's the thing is that to me, there's the whole. That's just like. Two basketball Twitter of, of of a pick right there. This is the classic. I mean, come on, Dad. Dad, Dad's a Jokic guy. This is a classic overthinking. Overthinking, pick. yeah. This I mean, is I, overthinking. I, I know of a of a of a vote in a similar setting that I could. 
bring to light. Could you? Could I? Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? What would it be? Straw poll. I mean. <laughs> My vote is Jokic. My vote is Jokic. In the straw poll, was it? Did you vote it that way in the straw poll? I can't believe you're calling me out on this. That <laughs> oh, on an international podcast? Oh, that's right. Either. Yeah, let's do it. My let's, last. Let's so here's what's funny. I can't back. believe he's sharing yeah, all sharing secrets. No, I'm not sharing anything. In the anything. last straw poll, okay. in the last okay. straw poll, uh-huh. my votes were sure. Giannis one, oh, Jokic two, sure. and B three. And I told I, and I told Tim Bontemps. This all comes down to it looks like the Bucks are going to be the one seed. Mm-hmm. It looks like the Nuggets mm-hmm. are going to be a, maybe a seven seed. And I okay. said, if that changes, sure. then of course it's sure. Jokic. Sure, sure. So that's how I presented the, the question. <laughs> Guess what? It what? didn't shake out oh! that way. Of course it's Woo! Jokic. I that was lucky, wasn't so it? I'm just telling you. So that's why <laughs> I One of the weirdest show. things you've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, though. It's not. If you recall, if you recall, the Nuggets had just lost like two or three sure. out of four. And I was like, it's man, they're going to be a prisoner of the, the moment. Yeah, it's called being a prisoner of the moment when voting on a longtime year award. To Strapple. Um, <laughs> we believe Nonetheless, in Jokic, th- my, this is what, uh, the reason I brought it up to you guys was, I was like, Yoke got so many votes, and like, he's going to get even more. By, yeah. by the time it comes through, he's actually going to get even more You wanted to just give vote. him a little bit of a cushion, is what you wanted a to li- A little bit here. For fine. So Dan Devine goes Giannis. Rick Bucher goes Embiid. This is the least surprising one ever. Like, if you just parsed out the votes to uh, Fox Sports people... Dude. You would just have the entire like we, non-Jokic let, voting contingent. Let's make this whole podcast just us breaking down every vote and then calling people out. That's what we're doing. But I'm just <laughs> more people watch Rick, Altitude or show. Fox Sports. Rick, Rick Buker. Rick Buker is a real like um, points per game guy. You know, like for the longest he was a Kobe over LeBron guy. He was like one of those holdouts. So I'm not at all surprised by this one. Then you go down and you get uh, Brian Winhorst. Also not surprised by it. Good just, for him. Just not at all surprised. He's like, he hated that Jokic won last year. He brought it up all the time. He's always like, I'm not a Jokic hater. It's just, <laughs> are we sure? Like, I just, just hate everything about him. Yeah. yeah. Zach Harper, Giannis, a little surprised by this. A little surprised by, by I'm Zach. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, well, also, I, thought, also, I, I thought he would be Embiid. Oh. Mm. The other thing I was just going to say, yeah, like Giannis had an incredible season. Of course. You know? No, I'm just saying, I know we're doing this whole segment right now. I, uh, like there are certain yeah, like ES- this needed to be said. There are certain ESPN people that do it with Embiid, and you go, "Ugh, of course." But there are some Giannis votes in here. Where I'm like, "All right, yeah." That's to the- me, Giannis is the unacceptable. You know, like Jokic, Giannis. That to me, like to me, I, I'm so strong about this with Embiid being the third one on this. And I was even like a month ago. Um, you go down. I don't know who Remy Revarker is. That's Embiid. I don't know who that is. Uh, Chris Broussard, least surprising. I'm actually surprised he went Giannis though. Uh, Greg Anthony. Huge surprise. Greg Bro, Anthony is a Jokic guy. He wouldn't beat. Bro, this one hurts. It might hurt worse hurt. Than, than Dan Devine. This is like if Isaiah Thomas didn't go Jokic. You know? <laughs> loves him. Yeah. Greg Anthony is one of the first club members. He has right. been vocal. Is on, he out? He's been vocal on national TV for a long time. And we remember him because it took a while for the, the past generation to come around. Right. But they did. Unbelievable. Apparently not. Not enough, though. Unreal. Howard Beck went Giannis. This is a thing where you um, have a podcast and you have nine thousand positive. Uh, yeah, oh, totally. I just go through the negative and ones. There's six yeah. negative ones. We're like, like oh, oh, what did this asshole have to say? Says I'm a real jerk. Well, you know what? Screw you. Again, like, the, the there's, th- there's twenty three Jokic votes and six for. <laughs> I know we're going through all every single one. <laughs> Chris Mannix went Embiid. Of course. I, I mean, he just wrote surprise. that article on him. That, like, one, that would got he, him the vote. Would <laughs> he rather have Embiid or Brad? <laughs> oh, wow, what a burn. Like you can uh, make the argument for Brad Stevens. Uh, the least surprising one of them all, Kendrick Perkins with, with Joel. How does Kendrick Perkins have a vote? I know it is pretty wild that he has a vote. Uh, I love the argument. We all get so mad and then we're like, <laughs> he gets decided. The, like, he might be the lowest basketball IQ player ever. <laughs> like, just, he's just like the biggest, strongest guy. Like, there's basketball players you're like, oh, this guy gets it, like, at a deep level. This guy The thing is, man, I have yet to hear an argument against Jokic that is actually, like, makes sense. Right. The only argument Electric. against Jokic is um, that he won it last year. Like, that's, no, that's the only no, no, argument. No, no, Team record him. matters. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I, the team record, to me, really lowers Jokic's thing. They it have just three lower fewer losses than the 76ers. That, that's the thing, is it's so close. But that, that that argument doesn't make sense if it's just three losses. It does. It does because it's one of those things where, like, it's always a scale. Is it three losses at five? Is it seven? 
we all can admit there is a number by which we no longer can look at the numbers yeah. and say, hey, this is And matters. I don't think it's three. <laughs> oh, but that's my point. But, but for some yeah. people, it is. It but, should have been two Austin, uh, whatever that guy's name was on the Lakers. I was surprised at how few arguments were made Austin, yeah, about. It should have been two because that last oh, yeah. game Austin was Reeves, fake. Yeah, it was yeah. a fake. Austin Reeves ruined that. Uh, De- uh, Denver's record against above 500 teams. I was yep. surprised not to hear that yep. point. I feel like Philly hammered the wrong talking points. There were some out Go there. Go figure. Um, yeah. <laughs> Four, bro. Yeah. But it was really, it was um, watch the games, win-loss stuff. Real simple. You right. could have said, I haven't seen Denver really actually look competitive against right. the best teams this year. Yeah, that's the, the thing. As this started to play out and break down, it's obnoxious like what it turns into. It turns into the new version of nerds versus jocks which like do- dominated the 80s every movie was about nerds versus jocks yeah and everything so, like, comes back into style it's all nerds versus jocks <laughs> yep. so like We're then back. we have to we have to break down and be like well i'm not a nerd like you guys like, <laughs> so i know true. you guys think it's that so it's true. <laughs> all these numbers mean something yeah. and you're like you know, the numbers mean something they don't mean something that also are just like emblematic of things that happened on the basketball court you know what? in the 90s though like the nerds were always the bad guys no, they're not. Yes, Revenge they are. Of the nerds. No, they were the jocks first were all, universally. The no, bad guys. man, I'm telling you, like, who was the bad guy in Jurassic Park? Uh, the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the nerdy guy who like steals the dinosaur. Like every computer person was a bad, <laughs> evil person. You can even go to Power Rangers. Like the, the two little dorky stooges are like well, the bad guy, and then like the handsome, good-looking high school. Well, you're talking like, always about beat on. No, them. no. So you're talking about when nerds become supervillains. Yeah, they become supervillains. But that's not nerds. That's those High school nerds. is when you're a nerd. I know, but these guys were nerds. I'm just saying. That's you're a, right. But yeah. the jo- but I'm just saying, nerds versus jocks, it's the way the world has been set up. I'm going to go find uh, even more They bring more this in where they, br- they the break 90s. it down. Go they- talk about the 90s with Chuck Klosterman or somebody <laughs> on a different podcast. Yeah, you know what? You know what was really uh, making the kids move? Nirvana. Anyway, but the point being that uh, they've turned we're it into this, this, where it's like, if you use an argument that's not just like, come on, bro then you're a nerd. <laughs> you're like, bro, he's dunking and stuff. It's like he's way better on defense. He blocks shots. And like every one you're like, actually, yeah. I know you're not paying attention that closely as to what's happening. I know you only see shots being blocked as defense for a center. Right, right. Um, it's difficult to sort of understand unless you're watching, watching from a nuanced way. I understand that's difficult, but like we're talking about the aggregate of what happens in a basketball game and how yeah. valuable Jokic is. Nate Silver had a good thread the other day about why Jokic Jokic rate so highly on defense metrics because the one I'll, I'll tell you, man. Do you remember RK, our, our colleague RK's, his complaint about how people are now complimenting Jokic but incorrectly, like, yeah. like, like they're and saying not he's one enough. of the best passing yeah. bigs in the league or something. And it's like, hold on, that's an insult. That's a back. He's clearly the best passing big in the yeah. league. Uh, I think people are doing that now. We're always right about this, right? We're always like people. They think they've met you, and they're like, no, you're not actually far enough. And right now it's the Jokic. Now, he's not a great defender, but he's not as bad. Like uh, The numbers all say he's the best defender in the NBA. He's not that, but he is an average defender. Or he's a slightly above average defender. I'm like, what no, you, I think he's actually a very good defender. I actually think the numbers... At, he sucks at rim defense. Nope. Here's what it is. It's that when he gets beat, he gets beat really bad. Like, mm-hmm. when you see a guy dunk because it's wide open because he didn't get over there, you think like, oh my God, that was horrible. But I'm telling you, first of all, steals, they're usually live possession turnovers, which are huge because you almost always convert them the other way. Rebounds do end possessions. And there's a reason he grabs so many of them. And a lot of that is because he leads to a lot of... He takes away a lot of two and three point shots and turns them into five and six point shots. And he is the recipient of the rebound of those, but sure. also the one that created the rebound in the first place because he led to it. And this is part of the film study I'm going to have is a lot of these plays where it looks like a guy should get all the way to the rim. He makes them pick up the dribble a little bit early. And all of a sudden, instead of a layup or even a contested layup, which is like people would be like, oh, you know, Joel Embiid contests so many shots at the rim and guys shoot so poorly. What instead it turns into is a contested seven, eight foot floater or non-contested even that ends up coming off the rim. And I'm just saying those are the things that I think the metrics probably kick, pick up on that actually point to him being very, very good defender. So, um, so anyway, that's this is the next line I have is people being like, you know, he's not as bad as a defender. In the next two, three years, as Denver continues to rebuild the roster, I think they're going to go even further. Like, is he actually like a defensive player of the year candidate? Is he like Marcus yeah. All, where the Nuggets are top three defense? What's going on? Well, one thing Nate Silver talked about in that tweet was defensive rebounding, and we just don't right. associate like really good defensive rebounding with really good defense for some right. reason. Right. But 
It's how you finish a possession. Yep. Right. Like defensive rebounding. And if you look at Jokic's contested rebound percentage. He's number one. Yeah. He's number, number one. one. That's why um, I read so highly. Yeah, that, that's a big reason why. And like that's a huge part of defense in my mind. So he should get credit for that. And also, when Jokic blocks a shot, he always keeps possession of it. Right. Like this is the big thing that nobody also talks about and it really goes under the radar. Like, yeah, you're not showing those blocks on a highlight package because they don't go 10 rows into the uh, stands. But, you know, they get possession. Like, the yeah. Nuggets get possession yep. off of Jokic's box, and a lot of other rim defenders are just sending that into the crowd. I think for Jaron Jackson Jr. leads the league, that number is somewhere around 70% of his blocks are secure. That's like a skill, to block a yeah. shot and get possession of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy hard. Um, the last one I didn't go, Ramona Shelburne also went in beat, yeah, which I mean, is also, I mean, like, it's implied. Yeah. Um, I bet she hasn't even voted. They just, like, put that in ahead of time. Stephen A. Smith went Jokic. Who are some of the surprises Dude, that went Stephen Jokic? Stephen A. Smith went Jokic. I love that. I know. Like, uh, some of the ones you made me with, like, Chris, like Kevin O'Connor, as I mentioned, went Jokic. Not too surprising. Bill Simmons, Ryan Rossello. I kind of <laughs> expected those. Jalen Rose, our guy. I was. I would have hated to have to throw Jalen Rose out the club. He's my favorite person. I would have been tough. I know. That would have been really tough if he would have not gotten Jokic here. You know so, what my favorite person to my is? Guy. Who's that? It's Jokic. <laughs> well, you, you raise a very strong point. I, I think you might have me beat there. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, you're going to find out who we voted for MVP. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. You're going to want to find out. <laughs> Adam picked Giannis. <laughs> uh, guys, our next partner has a product I use literally every day. What? Uh, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted better gut health and more energy and an optimized immune system. I also hated taking pills and vitamins. Athletic Greens is the perfect alternative. Uh, it's made up of 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. All of that is packed into one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens. Um, so what Athletic Greens is, it's just a scoop and you put it in Eight water, cold water and you drink it in the morning before yeah. you do anything else. Hell yeah. And you're off to a great day. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, like it, you feel like you've accomplished something. Yes. Mm. Like it's, it's like basically taking a, uh, it's like a, a, a salad in the form of a shot. It also tastes so much better than it sounds in the way we're describing it right now. He said it was delicious. It no, I know. Delicious. I'm just, I'm just like. It's what so much say? better than that, though. Well, you're like, it's, <laughs> it's like a salad in your water. You're like, yeah, but you well, know, I mean, you don't want to throw up. Greens. I've, I've, I've really gotten to like salads. Yeah, I was gonna say like, not everybody craves coming around salads to and thinks it's disgusting. Listen, it's, uh, it's delightful. Take it from me, D-Line. <laughs> uh, right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Uh, it's also lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything and it still tastes really good. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash nuggets, athleticgreens.com slash nuggets to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, that's Athletic Greens. Also at uh, Lightshade Dispensary right now, you can oh, pick yeah, up yeah. some Escape Artists. It's the highest awarded topical brand in Colorado. Uh, it prioritizes quality and consistency. Their 800 to 800 creams are uh, Escape Artists' highest potency creams that are available. Uh, they penetrate for deep muscle tissue discomfort, non-greasy, non-staining, fast absorbing, and take effect in 10 minutes or less. Woo! And they can last up to two to three hours. Mm. Where can you find Escape Artist? You can get it at Lightshade, Colorado's premier dispensary, Number 11 one. Denver Metro and Aurora locations. The uh, Barnum location is now open as well. One block off of 6th and Federal here in Ooh, Denver. That's pretty close to us, actually, is it not? It 6th is. 6th and Federal? Yeah. Sure. They got 420 specials. <laughs> right, right, five right, best-selling right, products right will be buy one, get one for $1 from April 20th to 26th. And, of course, podcast listeners, you get 25% off non-sale items with the code DNVR. DNVR. Scream it. All right, you guys ready to get into this segment, too, here presented by oh, DraftKings Sportsbook? All right, let's get into it. MVP ballots. I'm just going to go first. I had Jokic one. I had Giannis two. I had Joel Embiid three. And if I was doing this, by the way, it would be like Jokic one, Giannis two, and gap, 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 Embiid really? three, gap, 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 and then like an even bigger gap. I honestly think that Embiid is a distant third in this one. I really do. I just, I think that 
the total effect that he has on the team is different. And also, like, we're seeing it more and more. I don't want to rag on the guy because he's obviously a good player, had a great year. We're seeing it more and more down the stretch here of some of these, like, every time something bad happens with that team, they all turn on each other. That, like, matters to me. There's, like, part of team building is, like, do you guys have this culture? They have a weird one there. Uh, Luca was my four. You guys are going to be surprised by this last one. I think games played matters a lot. Holy smokes. For the first, second, and third, because that's like kind of how it goes. After that, I, I relax Curry? a little bit. Mikhail Steph Bridges? Curry, number five. Steph Curry, number five. People, forget, They're the three seed. People forget that he carried <sighs> that team. That's crazy, 40. man. Why? He played, sixty. I think, 65 games. He was fantastic. Um, that was my ballot. All right, Wynn, let me hear your ballot. Top five. Or did you just do three? <laughs> I've got five. Um, I've got Nikola Jokic, one. Mm. I've got Joel Embiid, two. Wow. I've got Giannis, three. Luka, four. Devin Booker, five. I like that De- list. Devin Booker over Tatum. Yeah. I, like, most people have Booker Tatum. Where do you have Tatum? It's just the list. Suns, man. <laughs> the Suns have been such a machine all season. Booker yeah. hasn't really missed any time. It's just like he's been so solid for them. I, I yeah. feel like I got to put him five. Vote, what do you go? Jokic, Giannis, Embiid, Luka, Booker. I was going to do Tatum in five as well, but... He wasn't very good the first half of the season, and uh, that's it. I mean, he's <laughs> Jason Tatum. <laughs> that's it. He wears no bias. the green and the white. No, it's just it's just real analysis. <clears throat> plus, my, he, plus, he's overrated. My whole thing with the Suns is I honestly think they're just a great team, and like Devin Booker is clearly a really good player, and he did a great job when Chris Paul was out for those fifteen games or whatever it was. But like to me, that team is just so good. Like that team is. So much more than any one individual. Whereas I look at the Celtics, they were a great defense. Tatum did so much for them offensively that um, I, he, he would get uh, a little bit ahead. Um, I didn't ask you to fill these I out. I didn't so fill it out. Yeah, I was just say, so everyone just knows, off of us it's not of us. just that Adam doesn't respect my opinion and <laughs> yeah. won't go to it. Uh, I just want to hear your number one. He didn't include me in the... But he didn't know I was going to be on the show. I mean, I got stuff going on. You do have stuff going on. Who's your number one Uh, Joel Embiid, number one. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) I've got Embiid, too. I I think it's kind of close. I just look at what Embiid had to do for his team to get to 51 and 31, which is their record, and and what Giannis had to do for his team to get to 51 and 31. They have the same record, Philly and Milwaukee. I just think Embiid had to do a lot more. I just think he had to carry a way bigger load than Giannis did this year, who has you know Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. Yeah, for me, I think Joel Embiid is unbelievable. I mean, this does not need to be said, but I'm going to say it anyway. Like, I love watching him play basketball. I hate you do. I when he plays. <laughs> I hate when he goes and he just playing versus like gaming. Oh, okay, okay. The Chris Paul thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He games the system a little too much for my yeah. for my liking. He is undeniably a, such a dominant force as a center. The for problem sure. with and f- the problem for Joel Embiid is he is the Detroit Pistons in the era of Michael Jordan. Like <laughs> he he should be right there he should be talked about he should be the guy but unfortunately Nikola Jokic is a phenom the likes of which we've never seen and it's Joel Embiid is a dominant center and Nikola Jokic is a transcendent basketball player just think of uh is it Andy Murray who's like the fourth best player in the world while Nadal yes uh Djokovic and and Federer were doing their thing yeah that guy could have been the best player in the world if he was Playing yeah. in a lot of other and areas, the other but... problem with Embiid is he just has like the worst fan base supporting him, and it just makes you want to not, like it makes you hate him more to feel these arguments. I don't from care people. about that. I do. It bothers <laughs> me deeply, and it's it's a, something that psychologically weighs on me where I want Embiid to be worse than he is because of his vo- most vocal supporters. Who was the one? Uh, who's the Phillies player that got caught mouthing? I hate this yeah. place. Forever. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name. <laughs> I hate it here. He's gonna I get traded in two weeks. Someone made a shirt. So Philly Media Company made a shirt with the Liberty <laughs> Bell. <laughs> says I hate it. That's great. Uh, all right, uh, Coach of the Year. This was my favorite one to vote on. Coach of the Year. Well, oh, I've got a, I've got a take. All right, let's hear it. Vote. You can start us off. Number one. Why well, Jenkins won? Uh, and then I have Monty, and then I have uh, Ime Udoka, who I don't think is going to be as that high on as many people's ballots. Okay. I love when you go like I have a take here, and it's just my ballot. <laughs> yeah, so I, like, I, have I, have, I have a different. I thought one. I went very like, safe. I, I had someone like third in Coach you. of the Year, and that's my take. Who? No, I just Ime. Yeah. I just you might have thought as a Celtics hater and all that. I'm surprised His at how, at how little uh, <laughs> talk he's gotten for this award. 
I know it wasn't the the least stable situation to come in in a first year, but the way they started that season, um, your best player on your team can't make a shot. How he's got them finishing, playing as connected as anyone, right. winning all those games. I just think he should get a little more love in this conversation. I put Bickerstaff one. Wow, man, they fell off though. Man. They did, but they were projected to be one of the worst teams in the East. Yeah, it's actually it's actually fair. And I mean, that's football. what Coach of the Year comes down to for no. me. It's they might not even make the playoffs. <laughs> they might not. But <laughs> they might actually finish exactly. They, they had a great year. I think their over under was like twenty seven. Well, wins. not by wins, but they might take the place. They might See, end up tenth. And yeah, be like, well. I mean, I just think if you look at what teams were projected at based on versus what they finished at. I mean, the Cavs had a great year, and they were supposed to have a terrible season. And you look at the talent on that team, how weirdly constructed it is, and I want bigger stuff. So, so it, it's Monty Williams. It, it has to. He didn't Why? win last year. He's number two on mine. He didn't win last year. It was a ridiculous he didn't win last year. He is as much a part of that. He is part of the big three in Phoenix. It is Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Monty Williams. And the fact that he did not win last year was such a crime. Espo pill. The fact that here. he... No, it, it, like, listen. You're right. Look, it's a great point. It's just, this is the type of thing where you talk yourself out of the obvious answer because you want like the more indie answer. You're like, you don't... Like, it, in a fantasy football draft, you're like, I don't know. Am I going to take Peyton Manning? I, I like a sleeper bit better. Well, you want to go like, running back one, usually. <laughs> not, not, not the year that Peyton Manning won the MVP. Or I went, ran away. It was the top scorer. Anyway, the point is, is that you look for the... You look for a more interesting uh, answer. Monty Williams is so clearly the coach of the year. It was tough for me. Like, what, well, those on. are my top two for sure. What about all the games the Grizzlies won without their top players, including one against the Suns? Monty Williams has constructed a juggernaut of a squad. This the, is true. The rise of the Suns yeah, he didn't coincides directly with his arrival. Yes. It, it, yeah, it's when Chris Paul helped build culture. The culture. Culture is so important, as we've seen with Michael Malone. Like, you can have. A lot of the same players, James and once you just—I was going to say—I'll give James Jones James more Jones. credit than I give Monty James Williams. Jones. Like, here's oh, the thing, James rough. Jones. You know why? Because he's like James Jones might be the perfect like mix between like real hoopers. You know, like you got to get guys in here that are a bucket mixed with like, but the culture also <laughs> matters. I'm serious because oh, we just got the greatest super chat—not even super chat—we got the greatest uh, chat of all time. He put that up uh, from Joey Gaden. It says. Uh, Super sticker, pear-shaped Adam Morrow selecting Giannis as his MVP. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking rules. Pear-shaped Adam <laughs> um, I can't even remember. Oh, Monty Williams. No, I think James Jones might be the perfect mix of like, he knows that you, the culture stuff matters, the yeah. basketball IQ matters, but you also have to have some talent there. Because those guys, they, to me, that's the thing about the Suns. They are a great basketball team. A great basketball organization now with the weird one of the worst owners. Somehow they put this together. It's even more of a miracle. But yes, Monty Williams gets a lot of credit. He was two on my ballot, so I don't really hate that he's. No, he was two on my ballot. If one. we get out of this era without with Monty Williams not winning a Coach of the Year, it will be an absolute. Tragedy. Nobody's. He's also just kind of seems like. Um, no, he's fuck, he's incredible. It's like the best manager is the one that just gets out of the way of good employees. <laughs> no, no that, that's no. kind of a skill for an NBA it is coach. A skill. Sometimes. It is a skill. Like, he just totally gives like hop you up speech and like hey, but he just grabs a guy. But he also. He is, oh, he no. is the perfect coach for that team. He though. is. He is. Clearly. You know who's the perfect coach for the Memphis Grizzlies? Taylor Jenkins. Who Are you just, with me? I'm with you. Taylor Jenkins is my number one. I look at that and I go, they lost so jaw and they just didn't lose anything. <laughs> they have all these players that nobody predicted Memphis would be the second best team in the West. But here they are, a resounding number two seed. Not yeah. just like they squeaked by, a resounding. So to me, and then I had Ime as well. What about JD. that resounding number one seed? All right, we got to go fast. Does <laughs> anyone have Malone in their top five? You didn't fill out no. about uh, defensive player of the year. We'll go quickly here. Just give us the numbers. Uh, Marcus Smart, Rudy Gobert. He did go all Celtic. I don't know if everybody noticed uh, this, man. Like, has, this has, just, has this just been a two-year bit? It, this it, was the worst. Yeah, hold real. on. Look he's at, really just at, trying to hype this. Look at how he's dressed, dude. <laughs> Green, black, know, white. Wow. Are, is this for real right I now? I don't believe it. Um, no, I'm just voter fatigue. Rudy Gobert fatigue. <laughs> I just can't do you it. You talk about voter fatigue. It really is Gobert. Uh, Gobert. So Gobert is two for me. Jaron Jackson Jr. comes in at three, Mikal Bridges four, and then I didn't put a fifth per Draymond. What do you, what, you I go? put Gobert, Bam Adebayo, and Giannis. Oh, Bam. I chipped on Bam. Shaq Harrison. I'm gonna, I go to Gobert, Devon Draymond, Reed. Giannis. Gobert, Draymond, Giannis. Yeah. Enough games played for Draymond? I didn't really check that. I don't even know if he, yeah, I guess I should see if he qualifies. Most improved player. We got to keep it moving. This is the dumbest award the John NBA Morant. hands out. It's John Morant. It's John Morant for sure. 
John Morant, as I said on this this in this very that's, studio, the, that's why you're so passionate about this one. Well, also because it's the, the <laughs> it's absolute right yeah. answer with a bullet. There's like, one guy who went from all star to just bona fide superstar. Yeah. yeah, and that's John. Morant. And we talk about the idea of going from great to elite. That small distance is the most difficult to travel. Yep. Do you have Ja? Most improved, yeah. And then, so here's my order: Ja, I put Darius Garland, Me too. Yep. Dejounte Murray, and then I have Jordan Poole. I, also I, I don't Jordan think people Poole. realize how good Jordan Poole has been. Like, I, he, I feel like we're going to. He's yeah, we might. We might, he's he's the X factor in the series to me. Is going to be Jordan Poole because he's also the guy you could probably take advantage of the most the other direction. Yeah. So Denver, I think their game plan will be very Jordan Poole centric both ways. Rookie of the year. Hold on, I, I got a third on my most improved player list is Miles Bridges. I don't get no, why nobody's talking oh, about. Oh, you know him. what? Mm. Because I forgot. That's twelve. A great 0.7 points per game to 20.2 points Ooh, per you're game. You're right. You're he's right. about to get like a max contract. You're right. Miles Bridges was the other vote. I Nobody's talking about him. Most improved player at the beginning of the season. Charlotte Hornets are, are among the most overlooked teams in the NBA. They're just like Oklahoma City gets this thing where because they had Westbrook and KD, like they're part of the like the Hornets mm-hmm. for some reason are the one the, them and the Magic are the two teams that are almost like you just don't even think about. Yeah, they're just the same franchise. That, that is. Yeah, that, that's basketball Siberia. Basketball yeah, that Southeast Conference. Um, rookie of the Year. Uh, go ahead this time first, uh, Wind. Uh, Scotty Barnes. It's mine Scotty too. Barnes playing an absolute massive role on a good team. Like, I, I know Cunningham and Mobley have had good seasons, but just the impact Scotty Barnes has had for a good Raptors team just puts him over Who, the who's top. Who's two? I put Mobley two, Kate yeah. Cunningham three. The exact same order. Same order for me as well. I, I put Kate. Kate's my guy. Who's going to be the best player of those three? Kate. Kate. Maybe Scotty Barnes. Dude, Scotty Barnes is incredible. Kate he really is. He's so freaking it's good. It's going to be Kate. Barnes is the Jokic of that tree. Yeah. Man. When you talk He's, about uh, like which player has If to I could like, have one of those guys on my team, it'd be Scotty Barnes. Oh, for sure. there's no a lot of you kidding me? great games down the stretch came against some of the best teams in the league. He looked really good. He just looks... He just looks up for it, but so do the other two. So. I think Cade, it'll. I think it'll go Cade and Mobley Barnes. So I think it'll go in reverse order. Yeah, it, it, for me, it's like Cade Cunningham is getting better and better and better and better, and like he's dropping thirty point games, thirty five point games with seven and seven. Yeah, he like he's now achieved a level of comfort to where he he never looked like a rookie, but like now he really doesn't look like one. Yeah, um, six man of the year is the dumbest one, but we'll just skate through it. I only saw one candidate when I went through this. It seems like Tyler Hero is just going to win it unanimously. Like, I'm so, so annoyed by this. This is the dumbest award, though. It, <laughs> it really is. The six man of the year is the one that we can get rid of. It's the dumbest it's award. So what does it even mean? <laughs> Score off the bench. Let's keep going. Yeah. Um. All right. I want to hear your all rookie team. Did you do an all rookie no, team? No. Okay. Did you do an all rookie team? I then? got one. Yeah. All right. Let's hear it. First team all rookie. Start there. <laughs> so this Cade... was hard for me. This was really hard for me. For the last spot. Cade, Mobley, Barnes, um, Wagner, Jalen Green. That's what I had as well. That last spot for Jalen Green, I had to give it to him on talent. Yeah, it's just like he's averaging 17.5 points per game like on not god-awful efficiency. It's It's bad. bad. It's 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 not (laughs) god-awful. He's been improving as the year's gone on. But I I think, yeah, I think he got really good. I think he's going to be a very good player next year. I think, yeah. he, I think he's going to surprise people. All right, and then what's your second team? I had the same, exact same five. This is where it gets Herb fun. Jones, yep. Chris Duarte, Io are, are, are you doing these in order of how the – No, there's no it? order. Oh, okay. Um, Io Dasunmu, Josh Giddy, and Bones Highland. Let's go. All rookie Bones. All rookie Bones. All rookie Bones. <laughs> I think he's going to get it, by the way. He's on most people's ballots. Oh, yeah, he is. Public thing. I think he's going to get it. Uh, I went, and this is in order of how I put him on. Herb Jones, who almost made it to yeah. the, the love first Herb team. Jones. I do love him. Uh, Josh Giddy, Bones Highland, Chris Duarte, Jonathan Kaminga. So, so you we went Kaminga over, over Desunmu. Yeah. Kaminga just didn't, just played like 15 minutes a game. Yeah, you know, but that's. Yeah, but Desunmu played a bunch of minutes when they lost all of their games. <laughs> yeah, but he still played. He still played when they won, though. Played every minute of that 50-point ass kicking. Yeah, uh, honestly, when you get to the end of All-Rookie, it's like, come on, we're splitting hairs. Have your opinions of Chris Duarte gone up or down? Up. up. He's a good player. And I think, the, I think he's like a lesson in... If you can lock up a guy on a rookie scale deal, even if he's old, even if he does, looks like he does, <laughs> even if he looks even like he's twenty nine, if, 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 if you're picking in, the, if you're picking in the lottery, you go for upside. If you're picking twenty, eighteen, twenty, whatever, like you, if you get a good player for two million dollars a year for four years, like that's so so good. And he's a good player. I think if the yeah. Nuggets had him, he would be firmly in the rotation for four years. So yeah, I, I think he's good. Uh, all right, all NBA. 
Me? Yeah. Did you do this one? Yes, I did, and I put Embiid and Jokic on the first team. Oh, you little wuss. Look, I've, I've been vocal you about this. I think it's wuss. stupid to have them eligible. Of course eligible, it is. But if they're eligible, I just did it. Like, yeah. yeah. So I went Jokic, <laughs> Embiid. So lame. I put Jokic at forward. Don't the history of the NBA forward. really is a story about Hell guys yeah. having to be second team because Kareem was there? It's it's, it's ridiculous. Like, make, yeah. Just make one of them be on the second team. So dumb. Um, but they're on my first team. All right, so say it again, <laughs> all of it. Embiid at center, Jokic at Oh, you forward. moved Jokic to power forward? Well, Jokic has played Such more BS. minutes, four of them, at power forward <laughs> than Embiid has. How many is it Embiid log? I think zero. He's cool. just played more minutes. You could have just stopped yeah. there. But all right. um, Giannis. I'm actually mad that you put Jokic power forward. This team, by the way, doesn't have to play anybody. They don't have to be a real team. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> they could just be a group of the best five people. Yeah. Uh, Giannis, <laughs> Devin Booker, Luka Doncic. My two guards. Luca and Devin Booker. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, <laughs> that my, is, wow. Uh, wow. All right, go second team. Oh wow. My second team is Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Carl Towns. Wow. Oh yeah, because you have yeah. John Morant, Steph Curry. So so you went with Towns over Gobert. Yeah. Gobert's even getting the wind hate over here. I can't believe it. I put him as my deep boy. So Yo, I kind of love this deep list. Boy. I'm looking at it over here. There's some, uh, there's some I, tasty more. Here's the thing about it, though, is that Towns is on a team where it's the worst record. And, like, can you really say the supporting cast are that different? Yeah. Do you think the Jazz a worst supporting, supporting cast for Towns? All right. D'Lo yeah. was fantastic this year. I would actually put Jason Tatum first team and move Embiid wow, down. Wow, wow. All right. They go the <laughs> this yeah. fucking guy. <laughs> go to the third team. I want to hear the third team. We have a very different list on this one. <clears throat> um, I probably should have put Gobert here, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even put Gobert on I probably center? just I probably just messed this Did up. Did you put Bam? I put Bam. All right. So you just swapped Gobert in. Yeah. We'll let you do uh, that. DeRozan, Siakam, Bam, Trey Young, Chris Paul. There's not on any of those three? Chris Paul. LeBron James. LeBron James. I, you know what? I had to put him on only because it came down Dude. to him or Butler. And I was like, I have to do only because there, if there was anybody. If you missed the play-in, I'm not putting you on an so all-NBA team. It's so true. Like, you're, also, you're off. You're off. Also, like, if you intentionally missed the play-in, yeah. you also, like, if you, how can you be like, he had the best yeah. season when he was actively trying if not to win? If you're gunning for the scoring <laughs> title and be, maybe because of that, your team misses the play-in, uh, you're not on my all-NBA team. My team, I went like this. Jokic is the center for the first team all-NBA because that's what position he plays. Giannis is four. Luka the three. Booker the two, and I went Steph Curry one. I'm telling you, I'm still giving him the all NBA nod because he's that important to their team. And when I've been studying, getting ready for the series and going through the numbers, like they really are absurd with Steph Curry on the court and when he's in the lineup. Like the Warriors are disguised by the fact that he missed some games, but outside of that, they were killing everybody. Um, number second team, Trey Young, John Morant. Trey Young, somebody brought this to my attention when I was listening to a pod. You go look at his numbers over the back half of this uh, season, we're actually really crazy, man. Yeah, like more points and assists than Jokic. Yeah, uh, like pretty crazy what he's been doing. So Trey and Jaw, it's crazy at Jaw the season he had, and he's only second team. Yeah. Tatum third, same thing. KD and Embiid second team All NBA, very good this year, very good second <laughs> team. Third team, I went Chris Paul, went DeMar DeRozan, LeBron James. I had to, I didn't want to. Pascal Siakam and Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, not on it. Man, he's good. Kept he is good. really good. He's really good. It's tough, I guess, when you could only pick one I, person. I forgot about pressure. him down there in the play-in. <laughs> He's good, man. Uh, this is, uh, I just, the nuggets I'm cleared so handedly. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like cleared really strong that uh, we are going, we are now in the Carl Anthony Towns renaissance where we are going to see him achieve the heights he was meant to achieve but was, was not able. I'm telling you, though, he's still, to me, like, I I really believe in that, like, the the extra part of it, you know, just the leadership, the like, all of that stuff. And, like, I thought he was making surprise. Some of his quotes lately, I'm just like, my God, this guy sucks. He, like, yeah. still annoys the hell out of me. And I'm like, at some you're, point, you're I'll wrong. catch up to him. You're definitely not wrong. It's like Anthony Davis. When they won the title, everyone talked about how much he grown. You're like, I don't know. I feel like he kind of hasn't, but we'll see when the it gets hard again. And sure enough, it got hard, and he freaking has folded. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if the Wolves, and this is a... A reason why I don't like the current format of the play-in tournament. But if the Wolves lose tonight to the Clippers or tomorrow, whenever that game is, and then get smoked by the Suns, it's going to be a disappointing season for Minnesota. Or just miss the playoffs, yeah. which is also on the table. It's going to be a real disappointment, and yeah. that sucks for them after the season they had. 
Let's take our final break. On the other side, we're going to hit some over-unders. We might go a little bit long today, but we'll uh, we'll, we'll try to wrap it up here on time. James uh, Jones, Executive of the Year. Yeah, I know. I was I, th- Nobody's been talking about Executive of the Year. I yeah, think I that... Know. Oh, I forgot about that. I also yeah. wonder if, like... <laughs> well, we can talk about it later. Let's hit this break. We'll what did the, James Jones do? <laughs> it's a two-year-old. Yeah, yeah, they just ran out This is the thing year. about Executive of the Year. Is like they literally moves added Tory Craig at yeah. the trade deadline. That was a great move. Good move. And Aaron And, and JaVale McGee. <laughs> this is his award for two years ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Make sure to pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager from Breckenridge Brewery. Breck Brew is the official beer of DNVR. It's playoff time, so make sure you got some Mile High City Copper Lager chilling in the fridge. If you're not in Denver, if you don't know where to get Breck Brew, it's okay. Hit up the Breck Brew Beer Locator on their website that will tell you where to get some mile high city copper lager if you're in the area stop into the dnvr bar we got breck brew on tap we got breck brew seltzers as well stop in for the playoffs it's a great hmm. time also at DraftKings this week the nba playoffs being next level basketball get ready for all the action by betting the play in tournament with DraftKings sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the nba New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You clinch a win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA hoops with same game parlays. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the play-in tournament and get $150 in free bets instantly. Risk-free, win or lose, you bet $5, you get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Got to do DraftKings pick of the week real quick, real quick, real quick. Let's see what we got tonight. Oh, yeah. Who do you have tonight? Which games are tonight? I think I thought the Minnesota one was tonight. Firing up the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is tonight, and I said this on the pod yesterday. I'm going Clippers. What time does that start? I'm, I'm going, going Clippers. Seven thirty. Seven thirty. Clippers are plus one thirty. I'm going Clippers. Oh, DraftKings so Sportsbook pick of the it. week. I'm going with them too. I think, man. I think I'm going with them. All right, uh, let's get some super chats here before we hit some over unders. Got a good one from Frederick there. What do we got, Frederick? He says, finally, catch you guys live. Thanks for the awesome season. Love from Belgium. Right back at uh, you, brother. Right dude, we you. Love I love Belgium. We love your waffles. Have you been to Belgium? No. no. <laughs> just you a big, uh, just big Romero Bel- Lukaku guy. Yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. Football. All right. Uh, global, from What Smata says, my second game at DNVR Bar on Sunday, I said, what up to Dev, became annual member, drank... Mentucky's Mont- got Joker shirt. My B day two day. It's been trumped since Jamal injury last year. On my B day, I hate Warriors. Lot lot packed into that. Sounds one super like you chat, got man. some Montuckies in you right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get your money's worth. That's how you get your money's yeah. worth, man. Hey, good to see you. Good uh, to see you at the bar. And we'll see you. Um, oh come, yeah, it was last Sunday. And yeah, happy birthday. Be, be back here again. All right, what do we got? Um, Juan Wancho says bold prediction: Nuggets upset Warriors, Clippers beat Wolves, and also upset Memphis. Nuggets beat Clippers in six to make it the conference finals again. Suns, where Murray comes back. That's very bold. You put that uh, on DraftKings, you'll win a million dollars. One dollar bet. Um, but, hey, I like that you're feeling it. Somebody here's got it. David says, how common for players to be cleared for weeks or months but choose not to play because not mentally ready? Why isn't holding out any? Who, who isn't holding out any recent examples? Oh, okay. Um Look, man, this is tough. And Clay I think, Thompson. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, I think it's tough because the way that this has been handled publicly and like things have kind of trickled out, I think there's the impression now that, you know, Murray, I think, has probably been clear to some extent over the last several weeks. But, it, you know, it's hard to come back. Like the team has told him, we want you to come back when you feel 100% ready. You can give us everything you got. And to that, to this point, he hasn't been it that way. I think it's fair. Here's what I would say. I think it's fair to ask these questions, and I think it's fair to talk about these. I don't think it's fair to make any declarative statements because we don't know. We don't know how he personally feels. We don't know what risks he feels he would be taking to come back. We don't know what the, you know all of those things. And if the team has said all along it's his choice, then you, I don't think you can get upset if he doesn't make that choice. At yeah. the same time, I do think it's fair to talk about all of the ramifications of, well, if he is healthy and doesn't come back, 
you know, what message does that send? Should he be? I think it's fair to at least have those conversations. Yeah, I agree. Here's the thing: is it like you don't think Jamal Murray wants to play? I think, yeah, I think he I mean, don't think wants that's to play or is ready to play. This now. is the this is the point. Like, if he can what is play, he willing to do to play? This guy want is aching to get back out on the court. Like, if he's not playing, that then it's like th- he's not a player you look at where you're like, oh, uh, that guy's just cashing a check. Like he want, you know, like yeah, but he a, could push himself, but it's it's like, bro, he's he's not course. ready. Like of he's course. just not. It's it's not even worth having the conversation. That's a competitor. That's a guy that want like that's a guy that wants to suit up with Jokic and go out and battle. And if he's not able, but to, if he has been cleared for you know seven eight weeks, I mean, by, what does cleared mean? I mean? Like cleared means, it means that some, it, somebody looked at a picture of his knee and didn't see right. damage anymore. Yeah, like, but that's not what bas- basketball is like. Almost. Uh, as much mental as it is physical. So. Sure, but there is something to the idea, and I'm not necessarily hammering him for it, but there is something to the idea that he got the label of mentally tough, right? We are talking about mental toughness. I'm not saying he's being mentally weak here. I'm just, to the to to the credit of Adam's question, I get why some people are at least going down the train of thought. Yeah. I think uh-huh. his mental toughness and trusting your body to come back from injury are kind of different things sure, though. Sure, sure, sure. Absolutely. Those are very Mental different things. Is like, I don't believe I can, and he's at a place where he's like, I can't jump the right way because my body won't let me because it's recoiling, and it's like, it's not, I, I'm I don't not think it's able that. to turn I don't think it's that. What do you think it is? Uh, fear of re-injury. That's the point. Like, you don't jump with such reckless abandon because you are nervous that it's going to Will tear. that go and away in f- four months, five months? Yes. Maybe. There are things like you'll have a residual injury. I know you've had injuries where mm-hmm. you are healed from it. Sure. You can still feel what might be, what yeah. might happen. And it like changes the way that you interact. They're like um, Kevin McHale played through a broken foot in the 86, I think, or 86 or 87 uh, finals. I think, let me, let me, I can figure this out. Maybe it was 80. Yeah, I think it was 86. No, it was 87. 87 finals. He played through 84. it. 84. Was it 83? They ended up losing, but he knew it was a chance to win a title. It's the finals. Like, am I going to not play? Am I going to play? He played, and it ended up damaging him for the rest of his life, really. If you watch him now, he walks with this weird limp. You know, medicine's obviously changed in the time. But he talks about that even as, like, that was a choice. I had a chance to win a title. Like, I, I probably never would have had another chance, so I went for it that one time. I think that's sort of, this is kind of what we're debating is, does he have an opportunity here that he sees, you know, what can he do it? Yes, but there's some risk and discomfort and can you judge him for it? Again, I think it's a fair conversation to have of like, if he is clear and he can do this, but look, it's going to be risky. It's going to be painful. It's going to be uncomfortable. I I don't even think it's that. I think it's like he'll, he in himself has noticed a diminished game as a result of him not feeling a hundred percent comfortable. And he knows that if he goes out, he's not going to be Jamal. Right. Like that, that's what it comes down to. It's like, If he's going out and he's just lighting it up and he's just like, all, oh, uh, I think I'm going to get hurt, but I'm no, I'm not. I got to get over it. It's like it's also it's I think like he's, he's not he's not playing as well as he knows he can. I just think the timing also has a lot to do with it. Man. And if sure, if sure. this was still 10 games to go in the regular season, it's one thing. If it's game one of the playoffs, I just think it's totally I just different. wonder what the Nuggets like because uh, I'm with you on that, that, yeah, he could end up hurting the team. I just wonder, like, what's the team's goal? Is the team like, oh, dude, don't blow our chance to win one series. They might yeah, just be like, I think no, I mean, what's the I think one series, that's one of the reasons sure. why the door is still open. It's like whatever, like yeah, like, yeah you ruin it, we get <laughs> yeah. swept. It's like, well, you know that happened. Yeah, it's like we're underdogs oh against God. the Warriors. I don't think Jamal at fifty percent is going to hurt us that much. We're going to dis, but this is what the table's being set for is for Jamal to come back like Gary Harris another, before him. Yeah, another player. Flip the series. Another player in the '80s who came back from an injury, even when the team tried not to, is Michael Jordan. And it was just a different thing where he, you know, he hurt his foot missed the entire season yep. and he came back and he put up the 60, uh, the 60 piece on the Celtics, one of his all time great games, like where uh, Larry Bird said that wasn't Michael, that was God disguised as a basketball player or whatever. So anyway, the point is, it is his call. I don't think you can judge him by it, but I do think it's a fair conversation to have. I just don't think it's like crossing any lines to be like, hmm. Just wondering aloud. Just wondering. Yeah. And also, we also don't know. So Right. And we don't, right. Openly speculating on why, what the, the lack of confidence is. You know, we're, we're not going to get anywhere there. Also, we'll say this is a guy who played through a double sports hernia. Totally. His, his first year and played all 82 games. So yeah. he's earned the benefit of the doubt. All right. Let's get into some of these over-unders because they're going to be fun. For the series here. Um, oh, boy. Over-under. We got our cards here. We're going to go up cards. or down arrow. Cut. We'll do the reveals at the same time. We're going to start with Jokic. Jokic, 29 and a half points. By the way, this is a DraftKings Sportsbook line. Are we going to go? Oh, there's a reveal that happens here. 
Are we going to go over or under 29 and a half points? For the series? I'm going to go series. under. Just kidding. Over. I'll go over. I think, huh. there's, I think there's a really good chance that it's under, though. I do not. He's going to play a lot of minutes. It might be a game. Like, here's what you have to think about. If there's one blowout and he only ends up playing 25 minutes one game because like, he's playing 44 there will minutes. Be a blowout. So there's one blowout Maybe where he two. ends up only, and he only has 18 points. I mean, he's got to score 35 for the other games to, yeah. to eat, balance it That's out. That's a good so. point. I'm going to go double over. <laughs> <laughs> so you're real confident he's going to just score like crazy in this series. Yes, I am. I think that uh, this series comes down to Jokic versus the, the Warriors. And I, that's <laughs> honestly what it is. And so I see my key matchup is Jokic. It's that movie three hundred reimagined yes. on a He's basketball right. court. He's right. That's yes. the key matchup. So we've seen what what it looks like when Jokic this is like, is all right, F Sparta. It. Jokic will have it. <laughs> this is oh, this, this going to be another over under. He's going to have some big numbers in this. Okay. Uh, Thirteen and a half rebounds. Oh, that's also dear. his DraftKings plan. Come on. This is the number I most count on Jokic <laughs> well, I'm just to have. Make sure this leaves the screen. Yeah. I think as it's, high as possible. This is the number I most can count on. Jokic to see rebounds, oh, yeah, man. Okay. Like, and his numbers have been insane this year. He'll he'll grab some boards. Especially, especially against that group of uh, mini lads. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's here's the crazy one. Seven. And, and by the way, in the chat, play along with us. I always like to see what people said. Seven and a half assists. Seven and a half assists. This is also a DraftKings line. This is under. Under. Oh, sorry, I forgot we're live. <clears throat> I love how it, none of we become the worst people. We just have supreme faith in Jokic and no we, faith in anyone else. And we also have a closed sound loop where we all have the same opinions on everything. <laughs> yeah, all right, over or under? Over or under zero and a half triple doubles? He has someone dissent. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I didn't see what you said. Yeah. I'm gonna go. It's gotta be over. I'm gonna take one. The I think toughest one. part about this is, it might have to go at least five games, the series, for it to get a for him double. to get one. Guys, that's I think the tough part. That's the tough. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Wow. Uh, now we know where wins. Wow. Let's see where wins is. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's a here's a one, plus or minus. Jokic being a plus minus of zero overall in this series. Wait, what? Is Jokic Will going he to be, a be plus? in the positives? A raw plus minus. Oh, man. All right, let's wait to reveal because they're thinking. Ready, set. Uh, they're th oh, they're thinking? All right, yeah. let me give you some time. Oh, yeah, All right, I'm going to trust in Go. Jokic. I'm going to say him. minus. The Warrior starters, man, are to their. They yeah. once called themselves the death lineup. I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh, yeah, that's what Yoga should be going against then? them. Died. They've gotten hurt a lot. <laughs> They've really come back to life. <laughs> yeah, they're coming yeah, back they're to so life. so scary. I think Yoke's going to have to battle and eke out. Like, I mean, he's got, he's going to have to play great just to be a zero against I that think group. he could average 30 points and 15 rebounds and eight assists in the series and be a plus minus zero. You know? <laughs> so you went even on that. Um, all right, here's a fun one. Over or under Jokic's single game high, 43 and a half? Uh, under. I'm going over. I lost my red one. You lost 43? Your one? By, by accident. 43 and a half. So is he going to get a 44 piece? I'll go under. You went under. He's definitely getting a 44 piece. I think he could get 40. He's got a 40 piece in every playoff first round series yeah. of his life. Right. That's a. Hmm. <laughs> over or under. Thirty-seven and a half percent from three, for Yoke. Yeah, oh, for Jokic. Yeah, let's get takey, dude. Yeah, that's how I am. I'm. A, I, I just one game. He's. I think he's going to shoot some threes. Have man. you ever talked to Jokic about the the playoff three shooting? It's the best because you'd think it'd be the opposite. He goes, "Oh, I think less." <laughs> he's less. He's less in his head about it when it matters more. Oh God, and I love this. That's dude. why he shoots better. Um, all right, let's get over to Bones Highland. Seven and a half points per game. <laughs> Seven and a half points per game Eric for Bones. Just drunk. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, I'm the only one down. What the H, bro? I think Bones might have some tough games. Again, here's the thing. There might be a game or two where Bones plays like four minutes. Yep. Or doesn't play. Like, yeah. So he's going to score eight points in four minutes. There might, if this series goes long, if it gets to six or seven, there's a really good chance six or seven features like a seven-man rotation or six-man rotation. Right. Where Bones just like, Yoke, you're playing 45 minutes. I'm going to use all my timeouts solely for you to rest. We're going to play Austin Rivers a couple. We're going to play Jermichael Green a couple. That's it. And like, if he does that, he just might be two games where Bones scores two yeah. points. Could be. Um, 17 and a half minutes per game for Bones Highland. 
17 and a half mm. minutes per game. That's a tough line. So this, I feel like, is wholly dependent on his performance. Yeah, which you yeah. just said. Which we good. like. I do Rizzo like his performance, so but he doesn't get to pick his I'm going to say under. I, me too. God damn it. God. <laughs> 17 and a half minutes. I can't believe I got suck it's gonna be close to that i'll say brigade. 16 and a half minutes you play with your heart bro. uh aaron gordon 15 Under. and a half oh. points per game 15 oh, and a half amazing. points per game over bing bong we're going way over for ag i went over as well he's maybe I, I he's peaking he's all right. back baby. All, right. all right all right aaron gordon over or under 34 and a half percent from three oh man he's been big bong he's been going he's been I'm money from under there. Uh, we're going. Yeah, you're, you're. Everything's over. I love it. Yeah, you're asking me. I mean, not everything is over. There are things <laughs> that are under, but I feel positively in general about Nikola Jokic. I feel positively about Bones Highland. Kay. I feel positively about uh, Aaron Gordon. I don't feel positively That's about, about all where it is. Let's <laughs> let's go over to Steph Curry here. Steph Curry, twenty nine and a half points per game. Oh my God! When do we? So we don't know for sure when he's coming back, right? Like, or yeah, he may or may not be back. But I think he's going to be back. I don't really know. I need to know when he's coming. If you back. don't think he's going to be back, I got a bridge to sell you. Kind <laughs> <laughs> for real. I would actually. Not I would actually he was cleared four weeks ago. I he's would love in. to hear about this bridge. We can talk about it after <laughs> the show. I'm actually short on bridges at the moment. <laughs> right. so that really I have a span of water I'd like to uh, <laughs> yeah. traverse. Right. So we're going under. I think Steph Curry's going to have over. some monster games, though. All right, here's a crazy one. Over or under 40% from three for Steph. I hate these. I don't want to answer these. I'm going over on three-point percentage, but <laughs> under on points. I just don't know why Steph Curry wouldn't have a monster series. I, just, yeah, I don't feel be... like I, I can't comment on Steph until I've seen him come so back. You don't have to. Real have Austin to. Rivers hours. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Look at this. My guy over here gets it like other people don't get it. You know who scares the shit out of me, though? Jordan Poole. Yeah, oh, hell yeah, I dude. Know. Scary. Uh, over, under, four and a half made threes per game for Steph. That's kind of his playoff career average. Over, under. I mean, I've been going over on all these. I just think he's going to have a big series. I'm going over, but Attempts I don't think he makes. Makes. Ah, whatever. Attempts. He takes like 12 a game. I've lost track of my own. I still refuse to answer. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. 42 and a half single game high for Steph Curry. I'll go, I'll go under that. I'm going to go Sell under. I don't think he has any. You know like what? I'm jumping in for this one. <laughs> Down. <laughs> Knock on wood. I think he has a bunch of all good games and no, like, but we'll find out. All right. Here's the last ones for you. Over or under 25 points being the biggest lead at any point in the series in a single, in a game. 25? 25? I'll say under. 25 is a lot. Blowout potential, man. There's always blowout potential. They get rolling. If Denver loses this one, I just they they get blown out with it. Ever it's all said and done. So I think there could be one really bad one. But then on the other side, like Denver could end up rolling. You know, they could. Catch Wait, five. hold on. You so you saying twenty five being the the point total the in a game? There's you're, a game that you has just, at some you just point. Assume that that's the Warriors that have that lead. I think it's more likely it'll be the Warriors. They have Clay. They have Steph. They get guys. They, do you guys not remember when the Warriors were all healthy? They were up. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember Nikola Jokic? I, I do. Um, Over or under 0.5 times Michael Malone says shootout at the OK Corral. Oh, with the Keystone Cops? Over. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under. Playoffs. He's too focused. Yeah, yeah, he maybe doesn't do these. All right, zero and a half. Over under zero and a half starting lineup changes for the Denver Nuggets. Oh, this is a clear over. It's a lock. We think we've had one in every series. Yeah. This is a clear lock. But the, the caveat here is that it will happen a game after everyone wants it to happen. <laughs> yeah, so and true. it will be it also will be, very predictable. And it will be It's going to be Austin Rivers. It will be the exact right decision and will lead us to victory. It'll be Austin Rivers. I was listening to the Light Years pod today and they were talking about the possibility of Wiggins being sent to the bench cuz Jordan Poole's been that good lately. Um, I mean, I would hate as a Denver fan, I would hate that. If that happens, you have to start Austin Rivers. Like you just have to that's what that's the counter. So cuz you got to have like more people that can run through screens, I'm guessing. I don't know. Um, no. Over or under one and a half technical fouls on Nikola Jokic. Ready? Reveal. One and a half for Yoke. Uh, who's officiating? We'll, Do we get know? To, we'll get to that in a second. I did see Tony Brothers did get selected for the playoff. Yeah. One and a half. Pool. He had so a great a, season. There's a know. chance Tony Brothers could be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. He had God. a great season. They got him in the playoffs. That is I true. I don't think he's getting texts in the playoffs. I mean, 
Yeah. I don't think he's getting I mean, text. Last All right, ready, you ready? You jumped the gun on me. Over or under 0.5 Tony Brothers games officiated in this series. Over, dude. Yo, if there is one, we're 1,000%. You know it's coming, man. I've I'm seen not this even, movie. I'm not even... Like I'm not commenting. On then this. Nuggets game four in Denver will be Tony Brothers. That's my prediction. The night Jokic gets the MVP award, <laughs> gets ejected. Uh, and then here's the last one to balance it all out. Over under zero point five Billy Kennedy games for the Nuggets. <laughs> oh, if they give us Tony Brothers, they gotta give us Billy. Hey, Kennedy. You gotta balance it out. Yeah. We'll take Zach Zarba, but we prefer game, Billy game, Kennedy. Game three in Denver, Bill Kennedy. Game four, Tony Brothers. We're calling and it hey, right now. Bill, it's member beers for you at the DNVR bar. Yeah. Remember that. Over under five and a half games. The series goes. I've changed. I, I after some research, I've changed my mind. I'm, I'm going over. I'm going over. Bing bong, I'm going bing over. bong, bing bong. All right, bing that bong. does it for today. Tomorrow, it be over. tomorrow, guys, we do have a Nuggets practice. You're going to look out for whatever it is that Harrison Wynn writes from paper that toss. one. We also have paper toss. We also have George Carl right here in the studio. Have you guys ever wanted to know what he thought about Andre Iguodala back in 2013? You yes. also want to hear the real I story. I asked him directly via a chat. Have you, do you ever want to know the real story? We'll talk about that tomorrow as well as preview this from a coach's perspective. I can't wait for it. We'll see you guys. Are we in. off tomorrow? No. <laughs>